Okay, okay, okay. This is your boy once again. Go Mouth Tommy, the streets is talking. This segment is going to be called No Taps, No Taps Sports Edition. Here we're going to go ahead and tell you who's coming out of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference 1 through 8 in the playoffs, NBA 2020. We're going to break it down for you right here. I did not look on ESPN. I did not look at nobody's projections. This is what I got, 1 through 8, way before the season starts. Let's get it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay. We're going to get right into it. So here we go. We're going to go ahead and start with the Eastern Conference because, you know, Western Conference is made up of the better teams right now. So we'll go ahead and go with the Eastern Conference. All right. I'm going to start one through eight. I'm going to go from the top to the bottom. Here we go. Eastern Conference. I got number one who's going to have the best record in the East, Milwaukee Bucks. I think they're going to be the number one seed again. They got Giannis. They got Chris Middleton coming back. They lost Michael Brogdon, but that's okay because they added a couple uh, little subtle pieces. Um, you know what I mean? But they'll definitely get to where they need to be, um, in my opinion. Brooke Lopez is going to come back, and he's going to ball again. Number two, I got the Philadelphia 76ers. Ben Simmons just got that huge contract. He's going to have to come with it. I really like that Al Horford pickup. I don't think enough people are paying attention to the Al Horford pickup. It's a big that when Joel Embiid has the stomach cramps, when he injured, with all those little tic-tac-y little injuries that motherfucker be having, Al Horford can hold it down. There's a nice veteran presence in there, which they really need. Yes, they did lose J.J. Redick, but I think they'll be okay. Um... I think that'll really be good. They got Josh Richardson, which no um, nobody's really talking about, but I think that's a huge pickup. I really do. I really think that's a great pickup um, for the Philadelphia 76ers. I think they're going to do a great job next year, and that is definitely, definitely, definitely going to put them in that number two spot. Number three, I got Boston. I'm sorry. I think Kimball Walker. It's going to be great. It's going to really, really, really do some good things for the Boston Celtics. Kyrie is out of there. We don't got to worry about none of that bullshit. Um, what else? Uh, definitely, Gordon Hayward is a year removed from that injury. He played a full season. I think he's going to come back very strong. Tatum has something to prove. Jalen Brown has something to prove. I think they're going to be right up in there. And Kemba Walker don't be getting injured. Number four. If Oladipo's back, I got Indiana at number four. They got some great players. That team is really slept on. Them Indiana Pacers are really, really, really going to be nice. Not to mention they picked up Brogdon. And they still got Sabonis. And they picked up Jeremy Lamb. I think that is a great team. Um, 
I put them similar to like a Denver Nuggets team in the West, but not as good. Now, number five and six was a big toss-up for me. I'm going to go with the Raptors at the sixth spot. I still think because it's a weak, weak East Conference, Eastern Conference, I'm going to go ahead and put the Raptors at number five. Um, number five. Indiana four. Raptors is going to have the number five best record. Uh, Siakam is going to have a bigger role. Kyle, Kyle Lowry is going to have a bigger role. They, I think they may do something in that at that trade deadline. Uh, you know what I mean? Masir Ujiri is still there. I think he's going to make something happen. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think he's going to make something happen. With number six, I got the Miami Heat, which did not make the playoffs last year, but they definitely added Jimmy Butler. I wanted to put Miami at number five, but the Raptors are proven. I'm going to put them at number five. So I got at number six, the Miami Heat. Just picked up your boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I still don't know why I don't view Jimmy Butler as a superstar. I don't, you know, view him as uh, the number one guy on a team. I just don't. I don't know where why everybody's saying he is. I mean, he's bounced around too much for that to be um, a thing. You know what I mean? But, hey, he got paid. I really think. Chris Paul may go to the Heat. The Heat are going to do something. They're not done, whether it be at the trade deadline, something like that. They're going to make another move, um, and it's going to be really good. But I do, since the Eastern Conference is weak, I got Miami slipping in there at number six. Number seven, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I think Kyrie, if he's healthy, it's going to be enough to put them in a number seven spot. I think they were number eight um, last year, I think. But um, I think this year they'll move up a spot. Now, number eight was really hard. I did not know where to go. It was between Orlando and Detroit. Detroit picked up Derrick Rose, which I believe is a great pickup. I think he's going to come in and have something to prove. Um, again, like he always does, and he's going to bring it. Um, I think Blake Griffin is ready. Andre Drummond is ready. I think those guys are really going to have a great year, and I think they will make the playoffs again. Uh, or I think they could make the playoffs again. But, ah, man, I got, I got that Orlando team at number eight. I have the Orlando Magic definitely at number eight. I mean, they got Vucevic, Aaron Gordon. They picked up Aminu. Um, and Markel Fultz is definitely a sleeper. You know, definitely if he plays any uh, next year, I got them at number eight um, in Detroit, just barely missing it. Now, number eight and nine can go, you know, either Orlando or Detroit. I'm not mad at, you know, either one of them being in there. Boom. And that's your Eastern Conference, one through eight. Once again, number one, Milwaukee. Number two, Philly. Number three, Boston. Number four, Indiana. Number five, Toronto, number six, Miami, number seven, Brooklyn, number eight, Orlando. Boom. There you go. I really think that's what it's going to be this year. Um, last year in the Eastern Conference, Orlando was seven and Detroit was eight. I got Orlando, Brooklyn being seven and Orlando being eight. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I really I really got them in here. I think Miami is definitely a playoff team. 
if they win 10 more games than they did last year, which I think they will with Jimmy Butler, they're definitely going to bump somebody out of that conversation. This is barring no injury, of course. And that's what I have for the Western, the Eastern Conference, excuse me, NBA playoffs. 2020 is going to be great. That's what I'm rocking with. Now let's get to the Western Conference. Here we go. Western Conference, baby. The streets is talking. No taps. Sports edition. It's your boy Tommy in the motherfucking building. Here we go. Western Conference, baby. This is what's about to happen. Now, the Western Conference, obviously, it's been so many moves going on there. That is the deepest conference. Pause. Um, Out of the two conferences, they definitely have the better teams. I wish they went to a straight 1 through 16 playoffs, you know, no Eastern Conference, no Western Conference, just the best records out of the NBA. But, hey, we don't have that yet. Um, I think in three, four years it will be like that. But, hey, we just got to sit back and watch. Western Conference, let's get it, one through eight. Number one, I got the Clippers. I got the Clippers, I'm sorry. That team right there, I got the Clippers. I got the Los Angeles Clippers, Kawhi, PG, Patrick Beverly, yes, yes, and yes. Not to mention Lou Will, sixth man of the year. Multiple times. Let's get it. They going to be fine. Watch. Number one record. Number two, I got them Denver Nuggets. I got them Denver Nuggets. They just have the best team in the entire NBA, in my opinion. They're the deepest bench. They have the Joker, Nikola Jokic, and they still got Jamal Murray, Paul Millsap. Oh, man. They took a chance on IT, Isaiah Thomas, last year, which makes me believe at this trade deadline they're going to pick somebody up, maybe a Carmelo Anthony in a reunion tour back with the Nuggets to give you 14 off the bench. Hey, you never know. And don't forget about Michael Porter Jr., Michael Porter Jr., if he comes back looking like anything, ooh, they're going to be, that's a rude awakening team right there. The only problem with Denver is I don't know how the coach is going to rotate all of these great players. That's for him to figure out. Number three, I got the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, I got Brian Goat James. I got Anthony Stick It To Him Davis. And I got Jared Dudley. Nah, but for real, that Lakers team, Kyle Kuzma, oh yeah, them boys going to be nice. I don't know. I was, I don't know. I didn't, I don't know about number three. They, I can see them anywhere from three, four, or five because that roster, uh, it's all right, but I think they're going to make some moves during the trade deadline as well. Um, they got an older roster. They did add Quinn Cook. They, have, they had a couple young guys, but We'll see. At number four, 
I got the Houston Rockets. I believe they won't do anything in the playoffs, but they will win games with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. So, And they got everybody else coming back, basically. So I'm going to go ahead and put Houston at number four. Number five. Now, five through eight is so hard to even. To be honest, I think, you know, one through four, Clips, Nuggets, Lakers, Houston, that's a given. I think that's set in stone, barring any injury, of course. Five through eight, that's a toss-up. Number five, I got them Trailblazers. I got Dame Dollar, C.J. McCollum, Nurkish, um, hopefully back, and everybody else is coming back except for Harkless, I think, is gone. And somebody else is gone. Aminu? I forget. Somebody else is gone, but they'll they'll be fine. They'll be definitely fine. They'll 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 be great. Um, you know what I mean. I like, uh, you know. Ooh, they added Whiteside. They they added Hassan Whiteside, which I think is a great pickup. And they still got Rodney Hood coming back, and he's gonna be ready. He had a great season last, great playoff run last year, great. And I think he'll have an even better one this year. Well, next year. Number six, I got them Jazz. Oh, man. Them Jazz going to be – see, now the Jazz can upset somebody. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they can really, really do something. One, eight, two, seven, three, six. And they'll be playing the Lakers. If I got – you know, they'll be playing the Lakers in the first round according to what I got. They, Lakers will get battle-tested right off the bat. I mean, Utah with – your boy Spider-Man already, Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah. They added some pieces. They're going to be fine. Number seven. I got them Golden State Warriors, that championship DNA. They will not miss the playoffs. I got them at number seven. They won't be number eight. They will be number seven. And according to this, Denver is going to have to see them. I think they'll get bounced in the first round. But, hey, we'll see. I mean, I don't know what's up with Clay. I don't know um, what they're going to do at the trade deadline with D'Angelo. I think they're going to keep him throughout this whole season, though. That's just my opinion. But don't go to state going to do something. Don't worry about that. They did it before. I'm tired of people saying they need this, they need that. They've done it with Clay, Steph, and Draymond before. They can do it again. Now, number eight. This was hard. It was between, for me, the Spurs and the Mavs. Because the Mavs, oh, man, do you know Luka Doncic? Hopefully Porzingis can get back at some point. Seth Curry, Tim Hardaway. Y'all better watch for the Mavs. They They two to, you know, they won the three years from being nice. I think in two years after the... Not this next season, but after the 2021 season, they're going to be real good. They're going to be in those playoffs for years to come after that. They're not missing any more playoffs. Um, but I got them missing this one. I got them San Antonio Spurs at number eight. They're going to pick somebody up. I don't know if they'll finally make a big splash, but they're going to pick some good role, um, you know, some good role players, some add-ons. They need some, you know, straight sharpshooters in my opinion 
But Greg Popovich don't miss no playoffs. So, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and put them at number eight just off the strength that they're the San Antonio Spurs and they got Pop at the helm. But them Mavs I had, if it was a ninth team, the Mavs would have been number nine. I'm telling you. I'm really telling you. Now, honorable mention, so that means that who didn't make the playoffs in the West? That means that OKC got bounced out and the Jazz. No, 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 The who took their spot? Who took their spot? Who wasn't in the play? The Lakers, obviously, yeah. The Lakers took uh, OKC spot. And I got everybody else that was in the West from last year being in the West again. Um, I don't think anybody got worse um, I think everybody got better except for like Golden State. They got worse. Um, maybe we'll see. I mean, you lose Kevin Durant, obviously you got a little worse. But hey, hey we might see some jailing with D'Lo, and then we'll see. But honorable mention, that dog on Pelicans team, and this is no tap sports edition. That Pelicans team. They won't make the playoffs this year. They might not make the playoffs next year, but the year after that, in three years, in two two more seasons, they will be in those playoffs. That team they got right there, only reason I, ca- I can't sneak them in to even the number nine spot if there was one, because the Mavs is a little, they're a little more battle tested, a little bit, and, and not really, but you know. I think they have the better players, but them Pelicans, I would not be surprised if it's a three-team race between Pelicans, Mavs, and Spurs, and then the Pelicans are the first ones to be mathematically eliminated from the playoff. But, man, those boys, if B.I. is healthy, if Lonzo's healthy, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with. They got J.J. Redick, Drew Holiday, some veterans in there. Oh, man. Derek Favors, a nice veteran down low. They might be some. They might be some. I think they're going to be too inexperienced to get to the playoffs this year. But, man, I'd be nice to see if they can slide in. But I just think they're not sliding in over the Mavericks at number nine. And then they're not going to – the Spurs are not going to let them get in over them. So, So there you have it. It's your boy Gold Mouth Tommy right there. No taps. Sports edition gave you the NBA 2020 playoff outlook one through eight Eastern Conference Western Conference let's go through one more time just in case you didn't motherfucking hear me in the east number one Milwaukee number two Philly number three Boston number four Indiana number five Toronto number six Miami number seven Brooklyn number eight Orlando Magic in the west Number one, Clippers. Number two, Nuggets. Number three, Lakers. Number four, Rockets. Number five, Blazers. Number six, Jazz. Number seven, Warriors. Number eight, Spurs. That's what it is. No taps. Sports edition. You heard it here first, way before the season. A couple of honorable mentions. That Mavs team. In the West, they're gonna be there soon enough. That Detroit team in the East, they gotta do a little something else, but they'll be there. Um, 
and that that New Orleans Pelicans team is coming for some people in a couple years. Definitely, definitely, definitely coming back in a couple of years. Next, No Tap Sports Edition, we'll be talking about the top 10 NBA duos in the league. Now, we are not talking about best teams. So don't criticize me. We're talking about best duos. We're not even talking about the best two players on the team. We're not talking about the two best players, the two most skillful players, the two most talented players. We're talking about the best duos, which means the two the best fits in the NBA as a duo. The best duo fits as they fit together. Their games complement each other, yin and yang. That's what we're going to talk about on the next No Taps Sports Edition. You heard it here first. Go Mouth Tommy in the building. Streets is talking. Let's get it. Shout out Jeremy Lin. Championship. Uh,